Hello, and welcome back to the Audience Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Hewitt from Castos. Well, these are wild and trying times that we're all going through in the face of the coronavirus pandemic. At this point, uh, the 1st of April recording this, uh, the the virus is continuing to, to kind of control much of what we do in our normal lives. And uh, there's just no way around that. Unfortunately, we, we can't do much about it other than try to make the best of the situation that we're all in. Um, so our thoughts here at Castos are with you and your loved ones during these times. I hope that everyone is is happy and healthy considering what we're all going through. Um, and certainly if there's anything that we can do related to your podcast, please let us know. Hello at castos.com. Send us a message, tell us about it, and we'll see what we can do. I mentioned in the last episode that we wanted to do kind of a different style of, of episode and, and it be kind of a Q&A. So, uh, you know, you have sent us in your questions. They're absolutely wonderful questions. And thank you very much for sending those to us. And in this episode, we're going to talk through about a half a dozen questions that you've sent us either via email or through our Facebook group, Podcast Hackers, and, uh, and and kind of talk through those. Some of them are kind of big picture questions, and some of them are much more kind of fine-grained and minute in detail. Okay, so let's hop into the first question here. This is from Matthew. Uh, Matthew asks, what are your thoughts on doing bonus episode content that is different from regular episodes? He says he uh, kind of diverging from his normal conversations. He's looking doing a story bonus style episodes uh, that that would just be a different format. Um, you know, Matthew, I think this is that this brings up the topic kind of generally about different styles of episodes or different formats of episodes and what we think of those as opposed to kind of sticking with the standard interview or monologue or you and a co-host uh, episode format that that a lot of folks typically have. And the answer to this is, I think it's a great thing to experiment with. Um, experimentation, especially if your podcast has been going well, can be really scary. I totally get that. Our podcast here has changed a fair bit um, recently. We we started doing a lot of monologues, like this episode, where it's just me talking, uh, and brought on more guests. I really like guest interviews, and uh, we weren't sure kind of how that would go, to be honest. And um, one of the things that we did that I think would be my guidance to you in this is to to prepare your guests uh, for for what's coming in these different type of episodes, and so I would probably do that in the episode before you launch this different uh, kind of style episode. Say, hey, in the next episode release, it's going to be on a different day, maybe, or it's going to be released at a different time, or it's just going to be a different format. Instead of doing uh, you know conversations on family, we're going to be talking about uh, you know kids, or we're going to be talking about coronavirus, or we're going to be talking about whatever. And I think the thing about this is that it gives people a heads up ahead of time that a different type of episode is coming, maybe on a different day, uh, certainly a different format or different duration or something like that, so that they know what's coming. And then in that episode as well, I would preface the episode itself with that same kind of, let's say disclaimer, that same kind of heads up to say, you know, hey, we mentioned this at the end of the last episode, but this episode is going to be a little bit different, and it's going to be different for this reason. And the reason we're doing this is because XYZ. And the XYZ typically is you know, we want to serve you as our audience better and give you the content that we think that you really are looking for. And the best way to do that is through a different type of episode. Uh, not because you just want to do it, but because that you think it's the thing that your audience wants and needs. And just a different style of episode is is the way that you can best kind of serve your audience. So I definitely think this is worth doing. I think that preparing your guests and giving them a heads up at the end of the episode before as well as the beginning of that episode is is really important so they know that you're intentionally doing this and that it's it's a test and it's an experiment 
and then it, that you should ask for feedback from them and say, hey, you know, we're trying this out. I think this is good because of these reasons, but please let us know what you think, you know, in a Facebook group or on email or social media um, or, you know, I would say in-person events, but, but probably not that right now. Uh, but, but ask for feedback. Say, hey, if you like this, let me know. If you don't like this, let me know. Let me know why uh, so that we can either continue doing more of this or, or not. Um, so, so kind of specific about testing different types of content and different formats there. Uh, Matthew, I hope that was helpful. The next question is from our Facebook group. So from our Podcast Hackers Facebook group, Scott asks, um, my top interest is in growing an audience. Any guidance on that would be appreciated. Uh, seems like he's tried a small Facebook ads campaign, but didn't see any traction. I was considering attempting to ad- advertise on other podcasts, but don't understand how to do that yet. Um, and then content-wise, if there are issues or advice on quality and content, I love getting feedback. If the content is holding the growth back, I'd love to hear input on that as well. Uh, cool. So two questions here, really, I think. Um, I'll take the second one first is content-wise and getting feedback. And we posted uh, some discussions around this in the Facebook group as well. And and I think I go back to the advice that I took away from the episode with Jack Resider from the Darknet Diaries. And it was to get really, really specific feedback on your episodes and on your show as a whole. So not just, hey, what do you think of my podcast? But, hey, what did you think about my call to action in episode 32? Hey, what did you think about the way I framed this discussion in episode 17 or the episode from two weeks ago? Get really, really specific feedback on a particular part of your content. And and I think what that does is it allows people or maybe it forces people to not just say, yeah, it was good, but forces them to think more critically about your show and what you're talking about and this this really specific part of your show. And I think psychologically for people, it's easier for them to be critical if you're asking for advice or feedback on a really small piece of your podcast, not just overall like, Hey, your podcast stinks. <laughs> no one, no one's going to say that. But what they might say, yeah, yeah, I know what you were trying to do with this episode, but I think you might have been able to do a little bit better if you thought about, you know, approaching this way or asking that question or, or concluding and having a call to action that was a little more like this. From their perspective, they're not just saying your podcast stinks in general. They're saying, you know, I know what you're trying to do with this one piece. I think it kind of fell flat. Maybe think about for that one piece doing something a little different. Um, so, so Scott, that from a content feedback perspective, that's what I would say is, like Jack suggested, uh, really look at um, getting super specific feedback on a particular part of your show and not just the, the show in general. As far as growing your audience, and this was a, another question that another person posted in the Facebook group, growing your audience and promotion is is I think the thing that most of us struggle with. I think a lot of us know how to create good content. Um, I, I think the difference between good and great content can be pretty big, and, and so that might be a place to to focus. And I think Scott is is on the right track here to to, to think about audience growth and good content in the same thread um, because they, they're definitely linked. So your your show will grow organically if your content is really really great. And so Scott is spot on to say. What do I need to do to make the content of my show better? Uh, because if you do that, there you have a better chance of your show growing organically. Aside from that, I think that things like Facebook ads, and I don't know kind of what Scott's kind of existing social network or platform is or where he's coming from there, 
but but I'll generalize this to say if you have a large following, so a large social media presence and following, a large email list, um, that that's the place to go first. Um, if you have people who already kind of know who you are and like and trust you, and you're starting a podcast, obviously they should kind of know, like, and trust your podcast as well. And then your job is just to let them know about that and that the, sh- the content is out there and this is why you think they should listen. And that, that all kind of should be a natural extension of this audience or this following that you've grown already. If you don't, so if you're kind of starting from a dead stop, I, I understand the, uh, the move to do something like running Facebook ads. We will be experimenting with this. If you remember, we ran a campaign of ads in Overcast, and we'll be reporting on that pretty soon. But the, the short version of it is I feel like it was a good investment for us because for this show, at least, we are starting from a relatively small kind of platform uh, in terms of our, our listenership. So the Overcast ads, um, the, the nice thing about it is they're a fixed cost. Um, they are uh, they can be relatively specific, so you can pick the category that you want to advertise in. Um, and unlike Facebook ads that, from my perspective, can really get away from you from a cost perspective, uh, with an overcast ads, you run them for a month, and there's a specific amount up front that you pay. Uh, we paid about $650, I think. Um, and out of that, we got several hundred uh, new subscribers. So um, for us, that, that was a win. And, and so, Scott, that might be something to think about. Um, I will throw the caveat out there that specifically right now with coronavirus, I know that podcast listenership is down. Um, places like PodTrack are saying maybe up to 50%. And so that's really something to think about is I don't know that right now is the time to be spending money on advertising. Um, but I would go the other way and go kind of more grassroots and say, okay, of the people that I already know, how can I tap into to them and their network and get my content in front of them in a, in a different way? I think right now a lot of people are obviously, and for a very good reason, really concerned about what's going on with coronavirus. But I think there are also people that are looking for an escape. Uh, so, so if you think about that kind of paradigm to say, like, does my content fit in with the, the need that a lot of people have right now for more information? Uh, and, and maybe more security. If so, then then I think that's a that's a fair angle to to kind of approach people with. If not, I think you need to say, hey, can I be that outlet for people that are inundated with news um, and social media about coronavirus and about hospitals and about the economy and things like that? Um, can I be this outlet that people can get away uh, from from reality, I guess, uh, of what we're all going through? Um, and and what that looks like, kind of practically, is is really kind of uh, one-on-one marketing and promotion. It is reaching out to specific people or specific thought leaders in your area saying, you know, and, and again, going either way, whether you think that you're aligned with what people want right now with coronavirus or not, and they want an escape, you know, reaching out to those people in your space who are thought leaders and saying, hey, I created this really great piece of content in my podcast. I think you and your audience would really like it. Please go check it out. And this is hard work. There's no two ways about it. There's no uh, special button that you can click or no little ads that you can run that that will uh, make your podcast grow, unfortunately. And I think that creating great content and putting that in front of people and then letting those influencers and the people in your space that you think would really resonate with your content know about it and why they and their audiences should listen is is really the best way to grow an audience. Um, and again, this is this is not 
it's not hard, but it's not easy. It takes time and it takes a lot of thought and it takes networking. Um, but, but this is the way to grow an audience. Um, so Scott, I hope that was helpful. The last question we had came in uh, specifically about kind of coronavirus and this time that, that we're going through right now and, and what we think it means to, to podcasters in the, the medium term. And I'll say the medium term being the next couple of months. So I think if you're following the news, um, again, today is April 1st that we're recording this. This episode will go out tomorrow. We're doing this kind of just in time because we know that a lot of things are changing in all of our lives right now. So we didn't want to show... So we don't want to release you an episode from three weeks ago when, frankly, the world was pretty different. Um, but but so we're recording this episode really just in time so that you guys can get the latest kind of perspectives from our end about what we're going through right now from a podcast perspective. Uh, so what we're seeing from the data in the industry is that the listenership of podcasts is, is down quite a bit. Um, and I think that makes sense if you think about how your daily lives have been changed with coronavirus. So confinement... Um, sheltering in place, lockdown, whatever you want to call it. Basically, you can't leave your house uh, if if you're in kind of most of most of the world, I think, uh, is kind of confined to their houses. People are not going into the office for work. People are not going on trips. Um, people are not even really going to the gym or doing exercise like they would normally. All of these are the, the most common modalities or ways that people listen to podcasts. So our lives... And again, the short or medium term have changed a lot. Um, a lot of us that are parents are homeschooling our kids. And so a lot of our days are spent instead of uh, going to work and being with our colleagues are spent teaching our kids. Um, and so podcast listenership has changed because the, the places and the times that we normally listen to podcasts, we don't have anymore. I think the opposite of that, and kind of going back to the discussion around growing your audience and having content that is kind of related to or um, supported by the the habits that we have now is if you have kind of a daily update podcast or a podcast about your local community. Certainly, if you have a podcast about coronavirus, I think it would be very popular right now. I don't think that's something that a lot of us can or want to create. Um, but, but just thinking about the type of content, um, I think everybody's life is affected by this. And so if you want to create content specifically about what we're going through, and releasing that on a more frequent basis, I think that would be a good move. Um, obviously not changing the whole format of your podcast, but the reality is this is much of what people want to hear about right now because it's affecting our lives. Uh, and so as you're able to slightly adjust course for your podcast to talk about this, I think that's a good move. Specific to advertising, because listenership is down so much advertising involvement from companies, and the dollars associated with that on a CPM basis are, are down as well. So if you are a podcast with sponsors and ads in your show, the drop in listenership is resulting in a drop of revenue just because they're paid on, you know, cost per thousand downloads. Um, and so this is just kind of a natural result of the, the reduction in listenership that a lot of us are seeing. Again, I do think this is relatively temporary. I say the medium term because uh, it's not going to be fixed next week. It, it might not be fixed next month. But if we look at you know the end of the year, I do very much expect for, quote, life to be normal again from this perspective. We all will be going back to work. We'll, our kids will be going back to school. We'll be traveling um, certainly by the end of the year. That is a long way from now as we're recording this on April 1st. Um, but But it's not forever. And so I don't want folks to think that, oh my gosh, you know, I can't podcast anymore because it's just not, 
it's not the place to be. It's not the medium anymore. Uh, I definitely think it is. I think the reality is that the the medium of podcasting and the way that people consume podcasts uh, is changed right now because of the the behavioral changes we're all going through. And once we're all able to go back to work, our kids go back to school, we're able to travel, go to the gym, things like that, places where people typically listen to podcasts, uh, we'll see listenership go back up. Um, and from a content perspective, I think that it, it makes sense if we think about serving our audience, it makes sense to adjust the content of our shows a bit right now to to tune into what people are really looking for. Um, I think it comes off a bit tone deaf if you're not taking into consideration what we're going through right now with respect to to what you're talking about in your podcast. So I don't think it, it needs to be a complete kind of 180 and turning your podcast on its head. But I do think that... Um, like we're doing here. We're talking about things that are universal and kind of evergreen from a content perspective, but we're also talking about some of them in the context of what we're going through right now. And I would encourage everybody to at least think about maybe doing that as well. Okay, so those were the the few questions that we had come in for this episode. Thank you all very much for sending in your questions. This is really fun to hear what everyone is is thinking about and struggling with and, and where we can help. I hope these answers were helpful for you all that sent questions in and for everybody else listening. Certainly, if you have any questions anytime, please feel free to send them to us uh, via email, hello at castos.com, on social media at castoshq, or in our Facebook group, Podcast Hackers. Just search Podcast Hackers on Facebook and request to join there, and we'll get you added. A lot of really great discussions going on in there, and we have some really cool stuff planned here for the next few weeks for sure. I hope everyone is happy and healthy and staying safe out there. And certainly if there's anything we can do to make your life during these times uh, better and easier, please let us know. Until next week.